This is On The Real with Kevin. And Stacey. A candid conversation about life, family. Fishing in the outdoors. And we're back. It is April 24th. And we it's are a Sunday. It is Sunday. Sunday or Sunday? Sunday. 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 What did your mom say? Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> right. She also says hoss instead of horse, too, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so, um, we told you in the beginning we're going to try to do one of these weekly, and that did not happen. It's just too much going on uh, for us with, between kids and tying flies and just having downtime. Work. Oh, yes. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I forget work. <laughs> but, a, but a lot has changed. Or not, I shouldn't, a lot has happened. We've been busy. Been very busy. Uh, we went to Florida for a week. We almost died in Florida. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. We uh, flew into Fort Lauderdale and we spent five days, five days in Isla Mirada. And on Wednesday, we went to Key West and partied like everyone does. Fried in the heat. I mean, that was just, it was great. I mean, we enjoyed ourselves. We, we heard um, some super talented people sing, um, performers, you know, play the guitar and mix their own music right on the spot in front of you. And then sing this song that, you know, it's a popular tune that everyone knows and everybody in the place is dancing he was purely entertaining i mean it, that guy was amazing he was just i loved it that was my favorite part i wanted to go dancing you know me i love to dance so i wanted to find some place to dance and we found that place it was just a wide open bar and people were dancing and listening and socializing it was fun yeah it was it was so hot. It was during the day. It was like 98 degrees, and we tried to walk around and see some sights. And we we walked from Duval all the way down Duval Street to the basically to the ocean. We took our picture on the southernmost spot. We did not wait in line, however. We stood on the backside. We got <laughs> pictures of other people in the background, but it was not worth my time to stand in line. No, not when it was 98 <laughs> degrees. Um, we went out on the the pier and took some pictures, and and then we. I decided from there, let's walk to the fly shop. Which we is, didn't know where it was. But so it was only a 15-minute walk, but it, it felt like it took an hour because it was so I hot out. I feel like it did take an hour. <laughs> I, I really did. We had to stop at one point. I was too hot. I mean, I literally overheated it. Just There was no you know, breeze coming off the water like you typically get. It was just dead air, and it was hot. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. So we... We went to the fly shop, we walked around very little, and we just started bar hopping. We found amazing food, though, by, by accident. We um, went you know. to the same place twice, lunch and dinner, oh, right. it was so good. Well, we, we stepped in to this one bar, and, I, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, pronunciation but it's, I think it's called Kaya, 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 K-A-Y-A, I believe. 
Um, and it was amazing. We just went in to get a drink to kind of cool off, get something to kind of get us going. Like a margarita. A margarita. We So we bellied up to the bar like we always do. We got a margarita. It was amazing. Decided that we would have a second. But if we were going to have a second, we probably should eat and have some sort of food in our belly. So we ordered. Uh, we We always ask the bartender what they recommend. What is their favorite thing? What's the best thing on the menu? And he recommended a certain type of wing wings that they had. And what else? It was the fish tacos. It had what? What kind of fish was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. I can't remember I, I what just, type of fish. The, but the wings were. I've never had wings like this before. Oh, it they was, had like a. Um, the wings were had some type of spice on them, but then they put a like a peanut butter. I don't um, know. Like it a, was like a sauce over like a drizzled drizzled over the top. on the top with goat cheese. I had wings for lunch, and I came back and had the same wings again for but dinner. the fish tacos were to die for, too. I oh, mean, they, they, they were, were very incredible. good. We had something else. We had fish tacos, and we had wings for lunch. Talked about it for <laughs> hours after. Decided when it was time to get something else to eat for dinner, we were just going to go right back and get more wings. So we did that. We got the wings the second time as well, and we got something. A burger? It was the pulled pork. Oh, the pulled pork sandwich, pulled pork yes. sandwich, which again, like everything else we had had up to that point was just incredible. It was it was probably some of the best food we've ever had, hands down. And they were simple, basic menu items, but the sauces and the added spice that they put into it and the things that they added that were extra and and not typical for anything that we see around here, completely changed how it tasted. And it was just yum. Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. And we danced until midnight. And Stace decided that she was done. Midnight, pretty much. She's like, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm good. All right, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> so we Ubered back. And what, what we did was, when we arrived in Fort Lauderdale, we went right straight, straight to Bass Pro Shop. And I bought a one-man tent because we snuggle so i figured there was plenty of room for you know two of us to sleep in it there it was inexpensive we were only going to use it once 38 so didn't, bucks didn't want to spend a ton of money and uh so we took all the, the the bedding from our hotel room a pillow one pillow one comforter from the hotel room and got a campsite in key west you got a campsite in key west i think it was 70 bucks 80 bucks something like that but it was a lot cheaper than trying to get a hotel down there because the cheapest hotel was like three hundred dollars at minimum, yeah. And so we had we had a hotel for five days in Alamarada, so we wanted to be able to Uber. It was two hours from our hotel, so we weren't going to Uber back and forth. So right. we wanted to be able to go and enjoy ourselves in the nightlife and not have to worry about where we were going to stay and how we were going to get back. And right, so, so I think it was a safer way to do it, but it was hot. We. We got, I think it got down to like 92, 93 at night, and it was miserable because the tent, <laughs> the tent only had a, a screen on one end, and down by your feet, there was no screening, so the, no air went through. Yeah, there was no air movement whatsoever. And the guy next to us was farting all night in his tent. And so the that dog on the other side of us was walking around. Walking around the tent. So we did not it sleep. Was horrible. But with that <laughs> said, I'd do it again. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, it I'd was just fun. tweak a few things. I'd get something to sleep on, probably, and maybe like a little portable, like battery-operated fan, just in case. Other than that, <laughs> right. it was good. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will say, um, if you are traveling, driving down, and you're in Marathon, 
There's a fly shop called Seven Mile. It's probably the prettiest fly shop. I've ever, it's oh the nicest fly shop. I, I go to a fly shop everywhere I go. And this this place it was, was just unbelievable. It was I, just I mean very cool place. I'm pretty sure my jaw dropped when we walked in. I mean it was just it was, it, it was just set up. It, it, it's I can't explain it. You you just have was, to stop if you're yeah, driving I mean, down there. Yeah, I mean it was it was light. It was bright. It was clean. It was beautiful, but yet it was still a fly shop, and it had anything and everything that you might want for the fish there for the for fishing there yes correct not for us necessarily up here back in Maine at home but for down there everything that you but they decorated it in obviously it was a fish theme um but it just was so well done and it was it looked high-end I don't know you know how much it cost (laughs) them to do it but it looked high-end but it, it just it was nice. It was it, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like just artwork in itself walking in there, you know. It was. It was. That was a side pretty note. Pretty cool. So we ended up coming back to Island Marauder and we, we did fish. Mm-hmm. We fish. We did some bridge fishing. Yeah. For tarpon. We got for nothing. Um, recommended um, by a friend that he's often down there and he's been going down for years. And, and anytime I'm in Island Marauder, he'll reach out and give me some spots to try. We had no, we had zero lack on the tarpon. Um, I took you, forgot about this. Um, tarpon. We we went in behind. I can't remember the key we were in, but there, we went in behind a shopping plaza, and in behind the shopping plaza, plaza was some water, and you can see baby tarpon rolling in there, and we got zero love in there too. Yeah, that was that was like nothing. And there was. I had five follow. Right. I was going to say we when did threw, have some follows. I, I changed that, that fly, was, and you could see him chasing. They're coming right at. You could then see the wake. Nothing. Yeah. You could see the wake behind the. But that was it. There was no. But it was kind of sketchy. No it was like kind. It was just you could see there was a homeless. Someone had a homeless camp back there and yeah, shopping carts and. It was just. It was kind of sketchy. So there's no place I want to be when. It got dark out. Right. Yeah. So. But that was fun. Yeah. I mean, we did that. We did uh, Peacock Bass one, one day. Um, it was a place that we had been to a couple of other times before. Um, it's a really cool place, but it's also like, I, I don't consider myself to have high anxiety by any means. I have anxiety, but I think it's something that I deal with on a, not necessarily a daily basis, but I, I deal with it and I just... I don't know. I, I I have things that make me anxious, but I just do it because not doing it is not an option and, for and me. Stepping over that water around that and fencing. so there's this chain link fence that goes around. Well, it goes right to the water's edge. It goes right. It almost overhangs the water's <laughs> edge, and there's the water's edge is like rocks that are piled up. So it's a perfect place. For alligators to like lay and then there's lily pads so that there's plenty of cover for them. So the idea that we had to, in order to get to where we wanted to fish, had to kind of go around the chain link fence, but you had to hang onto it and almost like lean around and over the water and then pull yourself back around the other side. So that made me a little nervous, and I... Because we've seen alligators there. Because we have seen, not one, but like multiple alligators there. So 
Kevin goes around, no problem. Oh, and to make it even a little more tricky, there's there's barb barbed wire along the the, the end of it. Um, so I hand him the fly rod with tears in my eyes, in my heart racing and pounding out of my chest, and a lump in my throat because I'm ready to burst into tears at any minute. I quickly go around the 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 chain link fence to go fishing. But it was worth it because I got I got two. I got one, but it was like right off the right, bat. We thought it was gonna be like yeah, we were like whoa, this is good because we had kind of figured out the peacock bass like because much like when like this time of year when we're bass fishing for the first couple of times, the what they're looking for in the presentation is different than when we go out a month from now. Right. So. Um, Peacock bass are, are it, it was kind of the same thing. We had, it took some time to figure out what, they want, they are, what do they fast. want? They want it fast. And it's almost, I remember the first time that we, once we figured it out, like I almost couldn't strip the line fast enough, you right. know, just that hand eye coordination. It was like, oh my word. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was fun because you could see them, you know, just that orange would stand out amongst that yellow green in yeah, the water. Pretty, pretty they're fish. so cool. Well, the only other place to catch them is Brazil, so. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool that we have them They're in right Florida, there yeah. at, our, at our reach, that, yeah. you know. But it, it's cool. I mean, it's a, it's a great fishery, but you've, you know, you're fishing this area, this body of water, you know, and, and not being native, a native Floridian. In my mind, for me, again, I have a little bit of, anxiety with the whole idea of like we're walking around and there's brush and grass and my first thought is okay there's snakes in here and i'm gonna get bit by a snake so i i'm very careful and cautious about every step that i take so i'm panning the water for peacock bass i'm alligators and alligators and i'm and i'm panning the 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 banks for alligators and i'm panning where i'm walking to make sure there are no snakes and isn't there ants and there's fire ants, so we're watching for that. And on top of all of that, there's another like body of water right behind us. Where alligators where, can sneak up on you. Where alligators can sneak, <laughs> and and you can actually see the only clearings in like say the mangrove or the the ground cover on the, on the bank of the water is where the alligators have come up and, and so it's all flattened out so it's where they come in and out of the water so it's like oh my word like here would be a deer trail right exactly you could see where you know the path where they go back and forth so needless to say i i love the peacock fishing but i'm on i'm on guard i'm like i'm i'm just on alert i guess is a better way to put it yeah that was that was a fun that was fun doing that um <clears throat> what else did we do we do any uh, we fished a little bit from a from a dock um over at a restaurant in one of the keys um there was a we'd been there before right and there was a deckhand he was cleaning his boat and he was super friendly you know, and i asked him if i could fish for the docks off the dock he said just you know go down away from the boats and down in front of the hotel and you could fish down there so i caught um a moonfish a jack a couple of barracudas a couple of barracudas and a snapper i think yeah, it was, and, yeah, but, I didn't know. But closer to where the boats were, because they cleaned fish there, there were, I don't know, a lot of tarpon, big ones and little ones. There was probably nurse 50, sharks. 50 nurse sharks. 
big uh, ones and little there like some big, big ones. Actually, big jacks down there. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a moray eel. I think they're called. I think that's what it is. Um, they're like the neon green ones. Yeah, the nasty looking. That was a pretty big. I thing. had never seen one. Have you ever seen one of those? An aquarium. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, if it looked like an aquarium, what we were looking at, right? I, I would, for me personally, it sounds crazy, and and all that we did, but if, if I had to pick a handful of things that were highlights or high points of our vacation, that was one of them for me. Like big parrotfish too. Huge parrotfish. Seeing parrotfish in that moray eel, like top of the list of things that I'll remember yeah. for a really long time. Like, I just find those things to be so cool. I mean, you see, like, tarpon are awesome, but where we go, we see them everywhere. At the docks, yeah. You know, they're, they're like squirrels, you know. <laughs> and so seeing them, though they are big and really cool, it's, you know, the novelty of it, I guess, or the excitement of seeing them is kind of dulled. So for me, I, I love cool stuff. I see things on Instagram, on social media all the time. And parrotfish is one of them. And it was one of the first nights we were there. We saw a parrotfish and we kept seeing them. And that was the first time that we had seen them down there. Right. So yeah, highlight of my trip. Yeah, that was fun. Um, not almost dying. That. Oh my gosh. So because our first trip down there was... To the Keys. To the Keys. Key West, sorry. Yeah, to Key West, yeah. Um, Though it was fun and we enjoyed it, um, we had a day towards the end of the week that was not going to be as hot. Um, It was going to be like 70, 75 with some wind. So we thought we had nothing planned. Let's go back down to Key West. That way we can walk around, enjoy the shops a little bit more, and enjoy the scenery a little bit more, and not be rushing to find ac or a nice cold beverage or some place to cool off um and we got oh my gosh halfway kevin yeah marathon yeah we got to marathon so roughly roughly about a halfway um to key west and driving down i believe it's route one there's lots of traffic um not necessarily bumper to bumper but plenty of traffic so that People aren't going very fast, maybe 40, 45 miles an hour, roughly. Um, and what happened, Kevin? We were going by a Ford F-150. He was parked on the side of the road. Going we, in the same direction as we were, headed right, south. So we started moving. We are like kind of beside him. He started moving a little bit like he was going to slide in behind us. And we got three quarters away by him. He thought the car in front of us was the last car in line. Saw there was no cars coming in the other direction. And proceeded to do a U-turn on Route 1. Stepped on it. Stepped on it. Hit us in the back door. And it went down the side of the vehicle. Caught the rear tire. Broke the rear tire off. Spun us on Route 1. Luckily, there was no cars coming in the other direction. We were very lucky. That we would have spun one way, got hit, and spun another way. But... Luckily, we only spun around, and we saw the ocean like kind of going by us. And then the next thing Just we knew, black smoke, and you couldn't see we anything. We were on, yeah, we thought we were on fire. It was very confusing because we're just driving along, then we're spinning, and then we're on fire. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was a great way to put it. That's what it felt like. Yeah, and 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 it was kind of dazed. We weren't hurt or anything. 
And uh, so I jumped out, got stays out of the vehicle. Cop was right there because they were only two or three hundred feet away doing a speed trap. So they got it all on body cam. Which we were. I'm, I say we were. We are fortunate because at the end of the day, you know, you you can't dispute. What, I got like a burn on my arm from the airbag, and my yeah. glasses got knocked off. The yeah, worst. because two two airbags on each side. So two on my side went off. Two on right. your side went off. Knocked your glasses off. Broke the windshield. Uh, I think that was. But everyone was great. Um, the, yeah, the, the guy that hit us, he was he wanted he was going to drive us around. The tow truck guy waited probably close to an hour and gave us a ride to the airport, which was, luckily was only thirty minutes away. Uh, no, it was only like a few minutes away. It wasn't not thirty minutes. Away. I mean, 30, um, half a mile. Is what yeah, I meant to say. yeah, it was just a few minutes down the road. But he wasn't technically allowed to do that, but he did. Right. Given the circumstance. Yeah, and uh, we got the last rental car at the airport in. You know, there's only two airports in the Keys, one mm-hmm. in Marathon and one in Key West, and we just right. down the road from one of them, luckily. And uh, if it happened the next day, I think the rental car place is closed on the weekends. Yes. So we wouldn't even be able they to get are. a rental car. Um, we were super lucky. It was on a Friday. Yeah, so we were lucky, and we, we jumped in the car. We headed right back to our hotel. <laughs> and decided and, to park and, it. And parked it, and... Uh, Basically, across the street was we, our hotel. We stayed a really clean, super cheap um, mo- motel, I'd say. But it's bare bones. It's clean. It's safe. It's nice. Right. But it's bare bones. There's no pool. Right. No pool. <laughs> and we're telling the lady that owns the place the story, and she told. She said, "She goes, you didn't hear this from me, but the locals they often go to the bar across the street at at the, the hotel across the street and they go up and buy some beers or lunch or whatever and they go to the pool. So keep in mind this really nice hotel across the street is on the ocean. So not only do they have a really cool pool area with a bar and a, and a restaurant, <laughs> it's this it's I mean it's it's crazy. It's huge. It ginormous section of the beach with a dock that goes out into the water. That was really cool too. So, I mean, technically, we didn't, I mean, we went over and used their pool, basically used the chairs, we, but we but paid we, a pretty we, good we, rental we fee spent, for it. Yeah, we spent <laughs> over, I think we spent over $200 um, between the two days, beer and lunches easily at, at their place. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it forced us to, to not go anywhere, not do anything for two days. We still, you know, I think Saturday morning ran up and fished one more time for tarpon. Um, and then packed the fly rods up and, and sent them back sent them uh, um, home. Did those make it up back okay, Kevin? Um, no, they sat there for another week at the CVS. <laughs> and Funny I call, story. I, I, I called, I, well, I'm telling Stace. Thank goodness you called CVS. Yes, Stace is like, <laughs> we should call CVS. And I'm like, no, they picked them up that day. That UPS comes in and picks them up. They put them on the pile of, it, of packages to go out. It says in transit. And I just kept saying to you, call well, CBS. So I, I know the first thing I do is call CBS. Just, I'm just going to tell everyone she's a know-it-all. <laughs> um, so, so I called CBS and I said, yeah, this is Kevin McKay. She goes, yeah, your package is here for you to pick up. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's, look, I said, look at the address. What's the address say? To and from, it says, ship it to Parkman, Maine. <laughs> oh, oh, the UPS driver has not picked that up in a week. <laughs> and as I'm talking to her, the UPS driver walks, walks in. in and I'm like, please give him that package. Tell him I'm a fellow UPS driver. <laughs> Take care of me and I need these rods. <laughs> so I got, I finally got him. So it's been a week and a half, two weeks. And I just got my rods 
last this Wednesday. But, but we got them safe and sound, so did. that was good. But it was, it was a good trip. It was a good vacation. Yeah. Um, the last two days, we were forced just to do nothing, um, get sunburnt. It's, it's hard for us to do that. Drink some beers. It, but it was it was well-deserved, I think, necessary, for sure. Yep. Yeah, it was good. It was a great trip. Um, you know, between the sleeping in the tent when it was 98 degrees and the guy farting beside me <laughs> and getting in a car accident, you know, we had, a, you know, it was a good trip. I know that's, that was the one thing that we said one of the last days, you know, kind of going, we always, after every trip and, um, whether it's a weekend or a week or whether it's Florida or just, uh, you know, weekend away, we always say, you know, what was your favorite part? You know, we kind of go over our trip and we both agreed that despite the accident, it was still a great trip. Yeah. It, it, no, it was fun. So while we were in Florida, it was opening day here in Maine, April 1st. I'm not sure about other states, but April 1st in Maine is, is the beginning of fishing season. And typically we are in Florida. And so this year when we got back, I think we fished out front. That was it. We did. No, no fish. Um, but we did not go fishing until yesterday because mm -hmm. since we've been back, we have been busy getting our place ready for clients to come. Um, guide season starts. Guide season. My first trip is May 1st. So we unwrapped the tiki bar. We have the tarp up over the fire pit. We had a quart of wood delivered. It's all stacked and ready to burn. We're burning it right now. In the fire pit. <laughs> uh, in the fire pit. Um, Replaced a countertop in the tiki bar. Yep, you did that. I did that. We threw away the uh, the grill, so we get to buy a new grill. New grill. We Pete, just for you, bud. <laughs> we uh, the jet boat's good to go, ready to go. Um, we revamped that. Yeah, the put the, a new floor, new in, floor the, in the jet boat. In the jet boat. Um, I actually bought some new steady, uh, steady, some Yeti storage boxes, which I love those things. I have to, I have to admit, I'm going to stop you for a second. So, if I have to choose which one of us is slightly more organized than the other, it it's would me. happen to be me. It's me. In general, I I do my best to keep you organized and kind of on task when it comes to guiding and keeping track of who's coming when you do all of that and you do a fantastic job, but typically everything else is me. I have to admit that you took the initiative this winter in the off season to make a point to become more organized and more prepared. With that said, you tied more flies this year in the off season than I've ever seen you tie before. Yeah, I don't know what that was about, but um, but every single morning you got up and tied flies, so that you wouldn't have to do it as much or at all in in guide season. And then, like you said, we got Yeti storage boxes. You revamped your fly boxes and your fly storage, converted it down so that it was neater. More organized. More organized. You have a box for trout and sa uh, trout and salmon. You have a box for bass and carp, um, and all the other predator type fish. It only took me twenty years to get organized. I know, but it, I'm. I <laughs> just. I have to admit. I just wanted you to know. Like I'm super impressed by that. And today, when we went fishing, 
I didn't know where anything was. You, yeah. Because I was too organized. No, <laughs> you did, but you just, there's like two storage boxes and it was a matter of which one you put it in, but you're making a point to stay more organized and more put together and um, kind of picked up. And I saw the difference today. No, I'm usually like when I get back from fishing or guiding, I'm like, I just parked the boat and I'm done. Right. You're toast. It's you know, good. Day's you know, over. Right. So, Which I'm, I can understand. But I'm going to make a better effort to make sure the boat's organized. Things go back where they go. Yeah. Everything it, it, has a place. Yeah, I think it'll be better. But So, yeah, we, we went, and, and our first trip was for smallmouth. I know everyone else in the state is chasing brook trout and landlocked salmon, but we went and hit the river for an hour, and I think we got six um, smallmouth smallest was probably 15 16 inches um i got two around 17 inches and, how big was mine and stace got the biggest which was 19 inches um stripping slow deep and slow is basically what we're doing with uh, you know i we were actually trying out the the new um sector i, I happened to just get a uh, scott sector scott sector seven weight awesome by the way if you have if you're in, in, in the market for a new fly rod... You got to cast it. Or you have the ability to cast it, um, and you're not in the market, you will be after you cast this fly rod, I'm telling you. Yeah, it is amazing. I loved it. Fell I, in love with it. We were throwing a 250 grain airflow um, line, sink tip, and probably the leader was probably, I don't know, four to five feet long. And it was fishing a, a, basically a... Something like a, we'll say a muddler, so it would stay up off the bottom. Um, there's some fly designed, and and just you'd strip so slow that you felt like you were going through weeds. You just mm -hmm. feel tension on the line, and you'd set the hook, and that that's there was no slam. The fish weren't slamming the fly because the yeah. water is only 42 degrees. Um, but yeah, that was fun. And then this morning we got up at we we got up at 2:45. On the road by three. On the road by three. We were fishing by five thirty, and I bet you we fished until seven before the first fish, and it was a small pickerel. We were fishing today for a northern pike. Um, it was brutal. It was windy in the beginning, um, and then it, it, it settled down a little bit, but uh, we end up with, I think, nine pike, five or six smallies. Um, I got. Two pike, one was 30, the other one was 31. Uh, the biggest smallmouth was 19 and a half inches by Joe. But it was fat, just oh, yeah. fat. In They're the, fat the, where we in the, fish. In the lake, to just the fat. The footballs. Um, and actually, Stace did not fish. She sat in the boat and uh, watched us all day because no. it was so cold and she couldn't get her hands to um, get out of that, that numbness. That they, yeah, I don't, I, there's a... Technical. Well, her hands turn white when she gets cold. She and learns they, circ She loses circulation in them. Yeah, they turn white and they go numb. And it's, it's sometimes. I mean, you've seen it. There's been times when it's just mild, but it'll still take an hour or sometimes more for the color to come back and the the feeling to come back. So I kind of lose all dexterity in my my uh, my fingers. It makes it really hard to fish. Which I was bummed because I was was really looking forward to fishing with Joe today. Yeah, he did a good job. He did. Yeah, he just got his guy's license. And he's a uh, great caster. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No. 
I know but, Joe's listening to this, so no, he's not. No, no, I'm serious. Like, I mean, <laughs> no, I, he, no, he, he could fish. Joe can fish. No, I know that. I get. I forgot that he's been fly fishing since I think he said he was young. Right. Right. I forgot that part of it. So in my mind, he just got his guide's license. So in my mind, he's new to fly fishing. Right. No. You know. So so today, when when we got out there and he started casting, I was like, "What the hell." <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's right. He's been fishing, fly yeah, fishing forever. Fishing so, but yeah, he was he was a phenomenal caster. I was impressed. Yeah, yeah. He got some. He got a uh, two small pike and a few bass. Yep. Yep. So you know, it was a good day. We had a good day on the water. Um, We're back by the campfire. Yeah. Which is awesome. We're trying to prep for dinner. We're going to cook steak over the campfire. So we're kind of just building up some coals. Yeah. Yeah. We, the steak. <laughs> Really tastes really good when you cook it over the, the campfire. You get that smoky flavor to it. So good. And uh, make sure you take probably what a quarter of a stick of butter. Right at the end, when you're done with the steak, you think the steak's done. I melt I melt butter over the top yeah. of it, and that just probably that, like three tablespoons ish. Yeah, that just the flavor. So oh good. my god! But. Uh, um, we have, we announced on the last podcast, we have the two fly coming up August 27th, 28th, and we've, we've got people signing up. Um, the deadline to sign up for that is July 1st, mm -hmm. and the reason for that is to, so we know roughly how many people are going to be in it. Yeah, we need head counts, yep. that sort of thing. Yep, um, we have some great prizes from Yeti, 12 weight, Annika Fly Rod, um, Nate Bacon uh, made us a... Boat net. net. Um, we have some hot sauce. I can't remember the company it's from. Um, what else do we have? Do you I'm trying to think? What else? I know there's other things. I'm hoping to have um, an a, echo, fly rod a fly rod um, from Echo. And I'm waiting on to hear uh, Maui Jim, pair Maui Jim sunglasses. Mm -hmm. We still have stuff that's kind of up in the air, not only with the two fly but with the prizes as well things are kind of still coming together there's going to be a chub trophy for the biggest chub um that that was that was fun last year yeah that's a fun trophy that was fun go mallory mallory yep. got the biggest chub <laughs> yep. Woo! yeah that was a good that was a good time um uh what else did i want to talk about um i have a couple stories that in the next hopefully a few weeks i want to tell on uh on here um, one is a drowning that happened at Grand Lake stream while I was there and I was involved in and I want to tell that story and I also have I was thinking about crazy things I've caught on a, like on a while, fly rod well while fishing yeah I, I don't remember if it was I don't think it was I don't think that one was on a fly rod but it, it was right in the very beginning of my fly fishing experience mm -hmm. it was while i was fishing for stripers oh. i know it wasn't on the fly but it was a didn't count you it, didn't really it's catch a crazy it. <laughs> it's a crazy story of what i caught on a i caught while striper fishing all right um That's and we we would like to get some of our our clients to sit down with us as well. Yeah, we'll try to um, do that. Try to do some kind of like a campfire story type of thing. Maybe Might be with some them. drunken conversations. No. No. We, no. Don't, we don't drink at the tiki no. bar. No. What are you drinking, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> oh, not drinking anything. And uh, um, we're going to 
we'll try to get some more people back on. Um, when I went to Salmon River, I had Joe and Stanley on. That was I thought that was a good conversation talking about steelhead fishing. But um, I have a couple friends in Florida. I wanted I want to get them on, um, but we've been having technical difficulties um, with the speaker. This is actually the second one we've done tonight because <laughs> it's just just when we think we get it figured out. We, we repeat everything leading up to the podcast. We do the podcast and we listen to it and it sounds horrible. So here we are for the second time tonight. Um, I don't know. I, so we'll, I tell you we have it down, but I don't know. <laughs> so if you actually hear this one, that means the sound was good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate everyone who listens um, to us. I know we ramble on and i just got a signal from stace <laughs> what, so, Kevin, so i forgot to i forgot <laughs> to, to mention the most important thing that's happened to stace I know. it is not me but the most important thing has happened to stace <laughs> what happened kevin um did you ask me anything recently have you asked me any important questions i asked you to go fish in the last two days yes that, that was, was the most important thing that I know. teared me up a little bit so was, i think while we were in florida stace expected a question me to pop and i <laughs> i did not do it in florida and i think she thought i was going to do it in florida did. and it didn't happen in florida that's why i didn't do ask her the question in florida because i knew she would expect it in florida <laughs> So while I was working, I stopped and saw her. I see her on Tuesdays and um, Wednesdays. I have lunch with her. And after we had lunch. Which I, happens to also be my place of employment. In the place what we met. In the place where we met. And I figured that was the most important, um, proper place to ask her to marry me. So I proposed. Right there. Where, where I work. No, I do not tear up. <laughs> I never tear oh, up. And it was, it was, it was honestly like you've, like you've apologized a couple of times for not being more romantic. And honestly, it was the ro most romantic thing in way you could have asked me. I'm honestly, glad. and what was cute though was there was a teenage couple boyfriend and girlfriend um, that were yeah, sitting right. sitting at the table like at the opposite end of the table where we were eating our lunch and you were going to do it when we were sitting at the table but they sat down but they sat down and you didn't necessarily want to be right there with anyone else and so anyway they heard and witnessed the entire thing and for two or three days after that that's it, all i heard about everyone was talking about how both of them were just, they thought that was the coolest thing they'd ever <laughs> seen or heard. They couldn't believe it happened, telling everybody every detail about what was said and what was done. And they were blown away by the whole thing. So it was fun. It so, was it, awesome. so it took me many years to ask her to marry me. So I figured I'm going to wait many more years <laughs> before we get married. Cause I want to make sure she's, she's going to stick around. You want to make sure I'm serious. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if she's serious. So right. Right. So, but yeah, so we're engaged and I think that wedding will take place next year. Next fall. Next fall. It's kind after of. After guide season. Right. That way, because now we're rolling into guide season, I won't be able to help plan anything and uh, I want to be involved in it a little bit. 
a lot. And so, well, just one thing. I just with the bachelor party and the strippers. I'm gonna, <laughs> we have we got poles right here. Yes. We got stripper poles. Yeah, so we, you know, I'm gonna have strippers. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, not. But I, like I said before, I appreciate everyone that takes the time to listen. You know, the two of you guys out there that listen, we really appreciate it. And Riley, thanks, Riley. You know, Go it, boo. You know, if you could tell two of your friends, that would be awesome. And uh, it, it's just fun for us to when it works. It's fun for us. It forces us again to sit and and chat and and tell you what's going on with us. But you know, guide season's going to start, and hopefully, we'll have some cool stories from our clients. But again, thanks for listening to On The Real with Kevin and Stace.